All righty. So uh, this week is Mental Health Awareness Week. So this seemed like a, a very appropriately timed one because we'd actually been discussing this one quite a lot recently. So it seemed that yeah. have time to, to do a little Fitbit on it. And that mm-hmm. is kind of the idea of client psychology, something which I feel isn't touched on a great deal because oh. whereas uh, I think it's now become a little more sort of understood that people often get themselves in pretty bad shape in terms of their physiology and, you know, some of the better coaches out there and, and now understanding how to prime clients physiologically, perhaps. There's still a, a great deal of work to be done, I, I feel, on the, on the psychological side of things. Yeah. Uh, because uh, let, let's be real, you know, a lot of people are looking to, to better themselves when they get into sort of fitness and, you know, perhaps trying to improve their physique and stuff. And a lot of the times that does come from, you know, perhaps not being in the best place upstairs, you know, whether that be from some sort of trauma, you know, endured a a while back and sort of the impacts that that can have. But uh, I feel like that in itself needs to be addressed quickly because, you know, there there is a bit of a difference between mental health and mental illness. So Ben, I don't know if you want to get started on that because... I mean, not, neither of us are technically, you know, qualified psychologists, but Ben has studied this to, to a decent level. And uh, I mean, myself as, as a coach, it is just something important to understand uh, to, to a level that it can be applied to clients, even if not, you know, studying it at a super high level. So yeah, I'll hand it yeah. over to uh, I mean, I'm definitely not a, a trained psychologist or anything like that, but I have done psychology now up to a master's level. Um, and it's been all the way through the masters as well. So uh, again, definitely not a trained psychology, but I, I have somewhat of an understanding to some degree. I mean, I don't even think, admittedly, I don't even think the true psycho- psychological experts really know what's going on in the human mind. <laughs> like it's so messy, it's so complicated. Uh, I don't think anyone truly understands. But uh, yeah, uh, I think the first thing is to clear up the difference between mental health and mental illness. A lot of people think they're the same thing. They're just on the same scale, whereas they're not at all. So mental health is the ability to function in everyday life. Mental illness is the state of disorder or disease. So you can have perfectly good mental health, but have a mental illness such as depression. Or you could have very poor mental health and have no mental illness whatsoever. They're not the same thing. Um, Having... One doesn't mean you have the other, or I should say, you know, having one which is bad doesn't mean the other is also bad. It, again, you, Stephen Fry is a great example of that. He's got bipolar disorder, but he functions everyday life very, very well. So he's got, you know, poor mental, or he's got a mental illness, but very good mental health. So they're not the same thing. You know, um, does that matter? I would say it does, um, because... If you can, you know, if you can function in everyday life, that is probably quite important um, because, yes, we, we know almost, you know, we, it, it sucks, you know, if you would have depression or anxiety or anything like that, that's not a good thing. But as long as it's not life-threatening and you can still function in everyday life, then that's, it's probably not as much of an issue, I don't know how to know. I'm I, I, I need to know. In terms, no, it makes sense. You know, in terms, in terms of, you know, how how we're living and the application that you know that that may have on you know our ability to 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 work and earn money and live off. Uh, you know, if we're if we are trying to you know pursue some sort of side endeavor, you know, like perhaps something like bodybuilding or trying to 
to better yourself in some way, then I think that the application of the of these things is is massive. So I think uh, the idea of of illness versus health that's kind of actually you know impacting your everyday life is very very important to touch on. The the, the wording I, I totally understand. Guess it's just so you don't want to make one sound more important than the other. Yeah, you know? it's so I, I, so as, tricky as, as to disclaimed, as you disclaimed. You know, it, it you know mental illness on the whole still absolutely devastating but you know for the purposes of what we're talking about in this video and sort of mental health awareness week and stuff uh, I, I, it's still important to 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 draw that line of you know we're, we're we're talking about stuff which is more so you know having an impact on 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 your everyday life really so so to speak the the, the stuff yeah, it, it is the stuff it's, it's changing, very... the stuff that's changing your your behaviors uh, yeah. and that's sort of impacting you know what we're trying to do because you know at the end of the day this is a bodybuilding and fitness podcast so you know the, the the idea of something sort of changing your personality and behavior and you know the impact that they might yeah. that might have is, is you know important to touch on we're not and by any means just, that, you know one's you know worse than the other or anything just 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 thought of the importance of actually that the, the point i was trying to get across i've just thought of like in a good example of how to make this point as you can see it's very tricky to make the wording because i'm not trying to I didn't want to accidentally make it sound like I tried to discard one of them or say it doesn't really matter. Of course it does. Um, so in a good example is, you know, typically you would hear symptoms of depression would be, you know, um, you, you can't get out of bed. You stay in bed and day, you have no motivation to do anything. Uh, you, you feel very, very low, something like that. Um, but obviously if that's the case, then you have a mental illness and poor mental health. Mm. whereas that isn't going to be the case for everyone some people will have depression and still function in everyday life again you hear the stories all the time people um uh god what's the um lead singer of lincoln park called uh, chester Bennington. what's his second name Bennington. yeah chester Bennington. um that video that the night before he took his life he was yeah, laughing yeah, yeah so that's the point i'm trying to get across is that because they're not the same thing it's not always obvious when someone has a mental illness um and that's why it's important to understand the difference because then it's easier or not easier but you can at least understand that you can't judge someone based on how they're acting or you can't judge someone and just assume that they're fine when maybe they're not yeah yeah and i think again being able to then recognize the true signs of mental illness versus just poor mental health is, is going to be key because then it's going to help you to understand and potentially help that person better. I think that's the kind of the point I was trying to get across is that, again, because they're not the same thing, then it's not always obvious when someone has a mental illness. It's maybe not even obvious when someone has poor mental health either. So, um, again, that's why when we talk about awareness, that's why it's so important to understand the difference between the two. Yeah. 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 That's a, a better way to make the point. Yeah. Yeah, no, a good and, and a good point to make and and you know well well worded in, in that regard. Um, I, I think uh, as I was saying earlier, you know, when when we're looking at something like mental health and how that actually sort of does apply to everyday life, again, I think uh, in in regards to you know what we talk about on this podcast and bodybuilding and fitness, is something massive uh, because. It, on those on those lines of the, the ways that these things sort of affect everyday life is that sort of idea of you know potentially behavioral changes personality changes and when we are looking uh, at things like you know bodybuilding and fitness that's massive for for many reasons you know um we we, we can look at things like so the the whole sort of you know more is better mindset when it sort of comes to 
when it's all comes to you know people's uh, approaching the gym and with food uh, the impacts that, that can potentially have on stuff like you know poor relationships with food and you know things like binging and restricting and stuff so again you know i think i think for starters it's important uh, again to go back to to the idea of you know qualification and dealing with this stuff um i, I think this is probably one that's maybe more more so made for for the coaches i guess because uh, again more so kind of revolves around client psychology and understanding that you know people may have experienced these things which may be sort of impacting their behaviors um but it is, it is important to know that the, these things can have a, a huge impact on on people's behavior you know sometimes there is a, a really deep underlying root cause and even though you may not necessarily be able to to deal and treat with these as a coach it's important to understand that these understand, yeah. do exist it's not it's not always as simple as you know someone can't stick to a diet because they're lazy you know sometimes there are these things that are actually impacting their their behavior on a psychological level and understanding that these things are, are there means that well for starters you, you might even be in a, a position where you have to refer a client to someone like a you know a psychologist and stuff you know some people will need therapy for for these types of things so uh, it, it's important to draw awareness to these things for, for those reasons because often there is a a, a you know, a, a deep underlying cause in terms of there may be something psychological going on there when, you know, you're seeing these behavioral changes. And often that there's an even deeper underlying cause because, you know, often that, that even links to these things like uh, I briefly mentioned earlier, like trauma and certain experiences which may kind of trigger the whole thing. And again, even though we can't necessarily deal with these things as coaches, it's important to sort of understand their application when it comes to the client. Yeah. Um, and again, it is important to understand like because you know something like obesity is a, a probably a pretty good example like first of all obviously obesity is multifactorial so uh, but one of those factors is can, can definitely be emotional trauma which is you know why it's so why do you eat so much is is that is that comfort um and that sort of that helps them to deal with the emotional trauma so it can be very very complicated and uh, again that's why sometimes it's not as simple as just saying well eat less move more because great that that's everyone understands that yeah. but where's the psychology at you know why if, if that was if it was so that simple then it would everyone would do that but it's not because psychologically there's a reason why they're not um and again understanding that's important and you know don't try to deal with that yourself as a coach you know like you said refer out and then work alongside that psychologist to help that person don't try to do everything when especially again when it's just psychology i mean if, if you ask me physiology is easy compared to psychology psychology is so so messy so complicated first statement, first statement. There's, there's a deep rooted causes for for pretty much every behavior that we have and do you, do you even understand yourself, let alone understand someone else, you know? Mm -hmm. um, as you said, you know, uh, some people some people will mask that with, with bodybuilding or trying to gain muscle or trying to lose fat. Some people will mask it because they think, um, you know, you, you hear the stories of people maybe getting bullied when they were younger, so they want to get big and strong. And then that is a mask for that emotional trauma they went through. Uh, some people want that perfect. <laughs> some, people, <laughs> some people want that perfect beach body because they think when they have it, that's when they'll be happy. But they won't be because you need the happiness first. That's why one of my fundamentals and one of my um, 
you know, bottom layers as a coach that I try to instill into clients is happiness first. You know, I put health and happiness on the same level and then everything else above that. Yeah. Because it, you won't achieve happiness by, you know, getting this dream body like you think you will. You just won't because the happiness has to be there already. Um, but again, people try to mask it um, by, you know, trying to change their physical appearance. But, you know, ask yourself, what's the reason for that? And then starting to really deep delve deep into that and understanding and recognize the signs is like, um, you know, if a client says to you, I, I don't feel like I'm doing enough, then you have to start to read into that more. Like, I mean, Why? don't be wrong, but there will be times when they might just say that and there is no deeper meaning. It's always the case, yeah, for sure. No. But there are times when, you, and again, be able to differentiate is, is going to be a key skill and not an easy skill, but a key skill. So again, delving deep into that, why do they not feel like they're doing enough? Well, is it because they don't feel like they themselves are enough? So they feel like they need to do more in order to satisfy this, this needs to feel like they're working towards what will be their eventual happiness. Uh, again, being able to read that and understand that. And of course, you can't just look at something in isolation. You have to look at it alongside other potential behaviors. How's this person around food? How's this person, uh, where's this person in their life? Where's the relationship at? Where's their, their work stress at? You know, how is this person acting on a day-to-day -day basis? And starting to then put together certain pieces of the puzzle, you might get a clearer picture of what this person's experienced psychologically. Um, and again, that's where it can be complicated, it can be messy. You don't want to read into something that isn't there, but you also want to be able to see something that isn't on the surface as well. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people do get into bodybuilding or just trying to improve their body because they psychologically do have issues. And um, again, just being able to recognize the signs and symptoms of that is a key skill. And then once you do recognize that, that's when you go, okay, suggest maybe maybe you need to get some psychological help. I'm going to keep helping you as a coach, and I'm going to work alongside this person. But I think to really elicit the best results that probably is a, a good idea that you go get that extra help. Yeah. And, uh, and I think there's a, there's a good few things to sort of touch on there actually, because number one, you sort of uh, mentioned the importance of still being able to work alongside someone else who's also helping that client potentially. I think that that's important because, you know, while, while I completely agree um, that, you know, getting that, that beach body and stuff probably won't be the be all and end all to your happiness. That's certainly not to say that, you know, being able to progress yourself and make yourself better physically won't have some, you know, bearing on, on, on your happiness. And, you know, then uh, it, it, there's always also the old, you know, exercising endorphins and that'll make you feel better and stuff like that. So I think there's certainly an, an element of, of help that, you know, looking after yourself physically can, can have on, on you mentally can definitely be helpful, but yeah. it's definitely important to, to understand that, you know, the, those goals probably aren't going to be what ultimately makes 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 you happy and you know as as we've said a few times through this uh, when when someone is trying to to better themselves uh, i guess in a in a sense it's quite obvious cuz for you to be want to better yourself you probably have to at least to a degree feel like you're not in the best place you can be at the, at the moment um, but again i think that also sort of comes back to to the idea of you know there there being you know varying degrees of this and you know potentially potentially as you said you may may not necessarily even be there uh, but some people will will want to kind of pursue these endeavors 
perhaps as almost a bit of a mask of issues that may be, uh, you know, sitting a little bit deeper than, than you know, the surface. Mm -hmm.